Brian, and we're glad you're with us. It is game week. We get ready for high school football coming up uh, this weekend. Ward is down at uh, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple. We're up in the Allen Samuels studios here in Waco as we welcome to the program from RedRaiderSports.com, Brandon Salise. Brandon, good afternoon. How are you? Doing good. It's a hot one here in Lubbock, but we uh, made it through the day. <laughs> 72 in, 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 in overcast skies here. Uh, no, I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm making that up. <laughs> it's hot here, too. Brandon, the uh, Red Raiders have got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. And uh, it comes to no surprise, you know, a big-time transfer from Oregon, Tyler Shuck, is how you pronounce that name, by the way, the S-H-U-C-K pronunciation there. Uh, but uh He's a, he's a star. You know, he was the Pac-12 cha- uh, championship game. He split some reps there in Oregon, I believe, and uh, has a tremendous story, which uh, one I'm typing up right now. Hopefully have that for the weekend. Uh, he's a guy, once you sit down and talk to him, get to know him, uh, you kind of just see where he's uh, where he gets the motivation, where how he's kind of driven to be the best that he can be. And we've seen that, uh, those flashes through the open practice sessions that we've been able to attend. And he kind of just, you know, stands out more than the others. And then uh, especially like a guy like Henry Columbia, who was a Utah State transfer uh, two years ago when Matt Wells and them came and uh, just a familiar face to them. He seems to have a – he had a really good camp. Uh, Tyler Shuck just kind of brings the, the uncoachables, really. He, he kind of brings everything to the table uh, for the starting quarterback that the Red Raiders really want uh, under Sonny Cumby. Brandon, when you – Talk about Tyler Shuck and the intangibles that he has. One of those is being able to run the football. And with Sonny Cumbie coming back to Lubbock, that's something that he did at TCU. He liked to use the quarterback in the running game. I know Tech fans are big air raid fans, and they've come accustomed to seeing that. But are we going to see more of the run pass option and the quarterback using his legs in Lubbock than we ever have before? I know he will have the green light to go. Um, obviously, we saw what happened with Alan Bowman a couple years back in a row, uh, kind of you know taking the taking the ball and just getting injured there. Tyler Shuck is kind of the kind of the same way, but without the injury injuries, he has that mode. Of, he has that one mode that he kind of just uh, runs straight line. He can beat you with his legs, though. I'm interested to see if Donovan Smith, the backup quarterback who was listed third on the depth chart so far, um, he's the coach's son, the running back coach's son. There, he played at Friendship High School out here after transferring. Uh, from Las Vegas, uh, it's a huge arm, and he's just a big Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger-type body that can beat you with his legs. I want to see if Cumbie uses him in the run game, kind of mixing it up, especially there in the red zone. But Tyler Shuck can, can definitely tuck it and run for sure. Brandon, with, with all the uncertainty in the league, has that affected recruiting at all when it comes to, to football? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, some of our recruiting guys on the website probably know a little bit more about that, but I have seen – I don't know if it's just because of what's going on, but I've seen some targets announce some, you know, top eight list, top ten, top five, whatever it may be nowadays. Uh, it, this, uh, they don't include, you know, Texas Tech after, you know, we were hearing that they were pushing hard for, you know, such and such, and then such and such comes out with a list and you're not on there, uh, but you see a bunch of SEC teams or you see, uh, you know, a Texas on there. Is that by coincidence? Who knows? Is it just, uh, you know, they recruited them a little harder? I couldn't tell you, but – uh, I do, I do kind of see it maybe playing a real effect in the future, if, if anything. What is this defense going to look like? We saw it take a little bit of a step forward last year, but then it kind of got stagnant toward the end of the year. Is this defense starting to figure it out, and are they going to be able to be the type of defense that can at least hold its water? Yeah, I think it's going to be a defense that can hold its water here uh, early on. We're going to see how that goes, the uh, openings of conference up against Texas in Austin. I think that's going to be a good uh, gauge to kind of see where we're at early on. 
especially after you play, you know, your two non-conference games and then you got your Houston game to open the season. Uh, I think Houston could give them a little bit of, of fits, but I think we'll truly see how they really will be playing this year once we hit that conference in, in Austin. But uh, I've seen in practice those flashes. The linebackers are still tremendous. Um, it's kind of become like a linebacker university type deal here. The defensive backs, I know they're hungry, and you know I've seen improvements, you know, just from the eye in practice. Does that translate onto the field? Obviously, that's the question for you know basically everybody in the country. But right now, it's looking like it's a veteran group. Uh, they do have some struggles, and one of those is the defensive line. It's, can those guys step up and actually get some pressure on the quarterback, especially in this league? Even though we've known that you know that it's kind of taken a step back with the passing game slightly. It's still a pass-heavy conference, but. Can they get to the quarterback? Can they, you know, disrupt all these guys that, uh, you know, the Spencer Rattlers of the world, which you got to be able to contain, and hopefully they can kind of get that uh, going this year. But uh, if they can get that defensive line play up a little bit, I think they definitely take a step forward. Brandon, you mentioned the the Houston game to, to start the season on Saturday, September the fourth, in the uh, in, in the Texas kickoff. What what would fans in the Lubbock area say? Okay. This was a successful season. Do they need to win six, seven, eight? I mean, where do they, where do the fans feel like they need to be? And I know the fans don't make the decision, but you know, mm-hmm. what, what would, what would, what would constitute a, 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 a good turn in a successful season? Well, I'll tell you. I think for Coach Wells, Matt Wells in particular, I think he definitely needs to get that six-win bowl game mark. I think if you get the seven, that's even better. I think people will be very satisfied to see this turned around from the back-to-back four-win seasons, including last year. You know, you still got included, even though it was the COVID season, you had a couple cancellations, but still a four-win season nonetheless. Back-to-back years, if you can kind of turn that around, get to a bowl game and even win that bowl game, that'll be even better for the, for Matt Wells and company and for Red Raider fans especially. But I think what this team, what fans are kind of looking at is here, if you open up 3-0, and you're halfway to that six-win mark. You've got to win three conference games which obviously it's way easier said than done. And we've seen that, uh, you know, here in, in Lubbock the past few years, but you got to go in three. And I think people just kind of bring that up saying you beat Houston, SFA, and, uh, you know, FIU. Then you got to go out and you got to beat, you know, the Kansases or something, you know, the world. See if you can actually get to that six. Once you reach that six win, I think a uh, little bit of weight's lifted off the shoulders of this coaching staff for the, for the fans at least to, you know, fully get that support that they really, really want. And with this coaching staff, how hot is that seat still? I mean, I, you can say what you want about the COVID year and everything else, but he had to make a change offensive coordinator. And, look, we thought that that was going to be a bigger announcement than changing offensive coordinators when that came down last year. So is he in dire straits of having to put up or shut up and maybe be on his way out? Yeah, I would say the seat is pretty pretty warm. I, I would say it's probably the warmest in the Big 12, honestly. Um just kind of looking at the, the record and do you keep him for six years like you kept uh, Cliff Kingsbury around? You know, you, you didn't have the success that you wanted, but Cliff, you know, every now and again would make you go to a bowl game. But then you kind of look at it, and he also had Pat Mahomes, and, you know, he really couldn't do much with that. But um, and you look at Matt Wells, like, do you give him that same, uh, you know, stretch of leash that you're going to give him? Are you going to give him that much room to, to kind of get this thing going, or you kind of just want to, like, cut it off and get things moving forward again, especially with all this realignment talk. Who knows if you want to make a coaching change now, but uh, I know definitely Coach Wells does feel a little bit of pressure, and he knows he has pieces, and so does the athletic department to make this thing kind of work, at least on paper, as long as you translate that onto the field. You know, you got tons of Power 5 transfers. you got Tyler Shuck is one of those guys who, uh, you know, just can sling it around. You have 
Eric Izukama, who you did recruit, Sir Roderick Thompson. So you have you have a lot of pieces on this offense and defense, this team all around that could get you to that level. It's just and they know that. So it's just up to the coaches that to do that. And if he can't do that, I just don't I don't know if I would see him here next year or if they would give him just another year, you know, who just knows with all this realignment COVID stuff, so Hey, Brandon, man, we uh, we appreciate your time today. What are you working on for uh, for RedRaidersSports.com? Uh, we're going to have a lot of our pre, uh, preseason little, you know, we only have a week till the season kicks off, so we're going to be releasing our predictions, our depth charts, uh, you know, player of the year, stuff like that. I have a couple uh, cool stories personally coming out of one over Tyler Shuck and then Reggie Pearson, the safety uh, from Wisconsin. They have tremendous stories, so I'll be having those up uh, here within probably, you know, just starting tomorrow, so. We're going to be grinding out some late preseason stuff, and then we'll get we'll get going with the the in season thing. Hey, Brandon, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a great day. No problem. Yeah. Brandon Salise with the with the uh, with RedRaiderSports.com.